Okay, welcome to the Man Child Podcast. We are starting. It's here. It's finally happening. What is the Man Child Podcast? It is the podcast to teach you, to guide you, to bring you stories of the struggle, struggling well. There are people out there creating, building, making, doing things that you sit around in your backyard and dream about and daydream and think it's just not possible. And they're out there doing it. This podcast exists to bring it to you, to show you that the only thing keeping you from where you want to go is struggling. And we're going to show you how to do that well. I had the privilege to go down to Moorhead, Kentucky, Appalachia, Eastern Kentucky, and we spoke to the boys at New Frontier Brand. Uh, It is a lifestyle brand, really, really cool shirts, hats, clothes. Um, just, and they're down there creating something in a town, in a space, in a region that things like this don't exist. On top of getting to talk to those guys, Adam Jones, Adam Jones, longtime friend of mine. Adam is a self-taught, self-made Nashville filmmaker for major record labels, major uh, musicians, and we talk to him about his journey, his path, how he just decided one day that he wanted more out of this and some of the conversations that we get into, um, there's a lot of layers to it. And so let's dive into it. Um, Hope you enjoy it. Make sure, uh, share this with a friend. You know, hopefully you're you're listening to this on your drive in, your drive out. Um, if you if you get something from it, if you like where you, what we're doing here, let us know about it. All right, let's go. I'm here with a bunch of six oh sixers. Right, right off I sixty four, exit one thirty seven. It's still exit one thirty seven. Correct. Moorhead, Kentucky. Me five. I don't. That's number six oh six. I just know where home is. Yeah. And we are in the flagship store of the New Frontier Outfitters. Um, boys, go around the table, introduce yourself. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Luke Day of Manchild. I'm one of the co-founders of New Frontier. My name's Josh Ravenscraft. I'm 22 years old. Are you single? And ready I to think mingle. so. I don't know. You don't. Oh, <laughs> oh it's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated, folks. Status update. <laughs> and to Josh's left, I'm Jared Ravenscraft, 26, a fellow co-founder of New Frontier and designer. And uh, I'm Adam Jones. Uh, I think I'm the the first. You guys like sponsored me first before anybody Adam's else. Adam's right? our first. Um, male model. I think when you look at vision statement, it's just a picture of me. It is. Right? Mission statement and vision and target audiences, all Adam Jones. It's all the same thing. Yeah, and then it trickled down. It trickles down from there. Yeah. Okay. Try it's like a pyramid. Yeah, exactly. So, but the idea of, of the podcast, of Man Child in general, is we're basically trying to um, find people, tell stories that talks about struggling on purpose, mm-hmm. right? Struggling. Um, well, with things that have kind of they've sparked your interest, you're, you 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 you've toyed around with these ideas or these ventures or something you wanted to try, and you just went out and did it. And so that's why I'm here because I'm talking to guys that have done this, right? So we're 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 on the main strip here in Moorhead, Kentucky, and not a lot of. This type of thing going on, right? believe it or not, <laughs> believe it. in all of Appalachia, just ain't a big. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, brand startups. Yeah, this, right. is, this is the hub right here. So, um, yeah, take me through it. So yeah, we. St- oh, I'll just take you back to the start. So we started New Frontier about two-ish years ago, two years and a couple months ago. Doing some change, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was just gen- it started out it was just something we wanted to try. It was an idea that we felt like we had something to say, as, and we wanted to do an outdoor brand. And um, okay, so why why an outdoor brand? Because it's the things we believe in, uh, or just like traveling and going places, doing things. And People like, don't do that here. You're supposed to stay here, yeah. where it's safe. <laughs> yeah, there's never that, leave. That mindset's definitely here, and I feel like we had felt that on the inside. It was there's a subculture it, though. Yeah, there's a subculture. Yeah, everybody wants to get out. Everybody wants to do those things, but we're actually doing things, and we're all yeah. about that, like the journey. 
you know, yeah. journey on like our mission. And that's like, that's that's kind of your your tagline, right? That is, and we were that's our mission. Like you know, just do anything. You can travel. You can go to the lake. Go anywhere. Just do something. Just go. You got to do something. You got to journey on. So okay. that's and around here, Adam can attest to this and Josh. I feel like there's some of that kind of that vibe of like oh, I want to rest and be cozy and safe, sure, and not and not get out and do things. So we represent, mm-hmm. I guess, what that on a couple levels of like you know getting out of your comfort zone, starting a brand, and also what our right. brand's about. Yes. So it fights that on two fronts. Yeah. Okay. Get on you. Are you good? No, we're good. Sorry. Okay. Don't let Starbucks. So you said everybody gets one. <laughs> Keep going, Adam. You said. We had a, we had almost a, a horrible spill here. Uh, that everybody wants to go do these things. There's yeah, I mean, under level. Well, first and foremost, uh, I love Moorhead and I love what it brought to my family and the the values I've learned here and the people I've met here are great. Are you using a shirt? Come on, it's man, that's merch. It's it's that's, that's the most brand, brand so, oil thing I've ever seen in my life. Very brand new shirt. We don't even use paper towels. We use old <laughs> shirts to clean up messes. It's fine. I wash. <laughs> so yeah, like me and Adam went to school together. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah, at for sure at Moorhead State, where I started. I was a, uh, just a struggling. Extremely below average college football. I thought player. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Uh, so spent a couple years here. Um, my wife came down here with me, so we've known the Joneses for a long time, and then we came across yep. this brand, and so that's how we, we've all had experience in this area, in um, the Rust Belt. Appalachia, whatever you want to call yeah. it, and there's a very specific culture here. Yeah, yeah. And, and to, to go back to that, I, I didn't want to think. I don't want people to think that we don't like this oh, place. We love Moorhead. We love East Kentucky. We love Moorhead. We love the Appalachian region. And Much we, respect for our roots. A lot of respect for our roots. So I just wanted to. Yeah, but it is. It, I think if if I could put it in an analogy or to give it, like paint a picture of what Moorhead's like, it's like when you've gone to your grandma's house. You filled up on Thanksgiving, and it's that post nap. Everybody's in that, that post Thanksgiving nap. Everybody's yeah. in post nap. They're very comfortable. They're very like, eh, it's chill, complacent. Like, yeah, yeah, very complacent. And so where did that? But see, I don't get that. Like, what do you mean? Why they're the, like the, that? Yeah, because this place oh, I have no it idea. wasn't. It didn't. You know what I mean? These trees yeah. didn't cut themselves down. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, there's no, a no. lot of hard working. There is a lot of hard working yeah. people from here. From Pikeville all the way to Paducah, in Kentucky, and especially in East Kentucky, loggers, coal miners, right? You name so it. So where did the? But I yeah. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. Witness it. It's not a. It's not an arguable fact. Like there is a blanket of complacency yeah. in the area, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Where do you guys think? I mean, because I, I got a theory, but what do you? Guys I mean, think? I think if there's a lot of like societal. Uh, like um, pressures that are put on or like gender roles not that we have to get into gender roles but like <laughs> there's a lot of that type of stuff that's heavy here and I think yeah. what, what's happened is we're because we're probably you know from when there was a tree standing in our spot mm-hmm. we're probably what eight generations from okay. that yeah, somewhere from that and I think along the way it's like anything else you start to get like you start to like let little concessions go through of like it's like you all. If you let one piece of clothing go out that's not exactly on brand, mm-hmm. you're just like, ah, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And by the time it gets down the road or it's gone, you know, six generations deep, it's like now you don't know who the hell you are or what you're doing. Right. You know? Yeah. And so it's just like a brand. I mean, I think that's what I that's what I think is that, you know, we've been given a generation like we've been given generational hard work. That doesn't mean that we have generations that have hard work. One hundred percent. Yeah, retweet. That makes sense. Retweet. There it is. <laughs> Favorite. Cut yeah. that up. Clip yeah. it. Pin it on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> no, I one hundred percent agree. I think it was compounded with the collapse of the industry that held this place up. Yeah. For From sure. Coal. coal yeah. You know, in in Huntington, it was steel. Yeah. Things like that. In Hamilton, Ohio, where I'm from, it was paper mills. All those things yeah. are abandoned now. Yeah. Right. For sure. And so now it's like you breathe life back into these places by making hipster breweries and yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and places like that. Well, and, that, and that's even like a funny thing too, is because it, the guys have ran into this and I, you know, I don't even do work in Moorhead anymore. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not only am I a, a, a proud uh, life sponsor of new frontier, but I'm a filmmaker and it's like, I couldn't, 
I couldn't make a livelihood for my family here because people didn't want to pay for it. They didn't right. have an appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. And so when you try to breathe life into a place that doesn't want it, yeah. like how do you reconcile that? Because yeah. uh, like, you guys get crap about having we can relate know, to that too. $60 hoodies or whatever. Well, a lot of our, most of our business is done online, but then we still have to have a storefront here. So yeah. we, we face both fronts of that, I feel like. And we, I get what you're saying totally. Well, it's a lot easier for me just to kind of abandon and go to Nashville. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I mean, what? Why? Okay. So if you're doing most of your work and your your business online mm-hmm. with people that quote unquote get it, mm-hmm. right, and other places quote unquote get it that got more that got yeah, yeah. that We're, got more stuff going on yeah you know those type of Nashville Tennessee's of the world and the Austin Texas and the and the Los Angeles all these different cool little hip spots that are you know pockets of cultures and all mm-hmm. these things right why'd you open up a storefront. Uh, that's a great question because, like, in the beginning, we could have just strictly done it online. Yeah. You know, I think that we've been to Colorado to the cool ski shops. We've been to, you know, the, even in North Carolina mm-hmm. to cool shops in Boone. And we wanted a cool storefront that represented yeah. what the brand was about because there, there are some people that shop in store. And I just, we just would, it's just something we've always wanted and wanted to do, even though we're here in Moorhead now. Mm hmm. You know, I, we just wanted a storefront, honestly, like a cool one, and wanted to do it do it right. Whether that was for online purposes, to for videos and photos, but and just for people to come in because we are proud of where we're from, where we're at. So we, you know, we try to play it on both fronts. Yeah, what what I think is very cool about that is you guys started a, a business and then a direction of your business to have a storefront because you just wanted this to exist. Yeah, right. And I think the best stuff that's out there is stuff that you just wished existed already oh yeah and so it's not there and i'm gonna make it right make it enter absolutely the filmmaker yeah right so give me your like Round County is not pumping out a lot of filmmakers. No, they're not. <laughs> right? Every day. Thousands of There's actually a very, there's a sub subculture. <laughs> we meet on Thursdays yeah. in the old theater. Um, no, I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know, and I think this is something my family's going through too. Is and we want to move to Nashville. Okay. Uh, one, it is a good business move for me, mm-hmm. but and again, all respect for this town and what I got from it and all the people here. Yeah. But <laughs> with that said, with that being <laughs> said, buckle up. Yeah. Um, I don't want my kids to grow up in this place. Oh, okay. Um, not because of the people or anything like that, but it's that it's that layer of complacency. Okay. And lack of diversity. And so for me, it's like, you know, I got to get them out. I got to get them somewhere where they're going to thrive. How do you, how does a place, right? Like I just left Boulder, Colorado, right? There's, sure. there's a very specific mindset there, <laughs> okay. right? Of just viewing, viewing the world, right? Yeah. That is, is on the opposite end of the spectrum than, than a place like Moorhead, Kentucky. How does a region develop a mindset? Oh God! I mean, I don't, ooh, what do you guys? think? I think it what? takes time. It, like Adam said earlier, it's yeah. been passed down. It's, if we're talking about East Kentucky, develop a mindset. Yeah. I feel like there's a obviously a mindset here, but I feel like there are people, like say a subculture, maybe that yeah. have a different mindset that are from here yes. about working hard and yeah. And we, I like to think we belong to that, right. and so I don't even acknowledge the other one. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, you know, but I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, they still like the people here work hard. Yeah, or like. It's like, uh, <laughs> this is a perfect example. Yeah. We were headed to Red River Gorge over the weekend. I was supposed to meet Jared's girlfriend, but he passed by. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's a story. story. That's another podcast. Um, no, but we were passing through Salt Lick, and you know the turn to take the back way to Red River Gorge. You take that turn onto their main street or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now there's they, they covered that up. They put up a new sidewalk. Okay. You can't turn there anymore, and they rebuilt a road, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. Like, but like they rebuilt the road 30 feet from it to the left. Okay. And so it was just kind of like I was driving by it and I said to Shay, I was like, what a, what a useless use of funds. Like what a distraction project. Right. And I think that that's what somebody somewhere thinks that they did a really great job and they worked really hard. Yeah. And it's like, but how practical was that? Right. I know. How much yeah. was that? Or it's like the, you know, main, main street in Moorhead. Yeah. Do we leave it curvy or do we make it straight? And it's like we go, keep going back and forth, and it's like you feel like you're making progress, but you're not. And you're working hard, but you're working stupid. Mm. Yeah. You know spinning I mean? your wheels. You're spinning your wheels doing nothing. Yeah. Um, talking about the question, how do you develop a cult? Is it culture? Yeah. How, how, just, you know, how does a region come up with this, don't leave 
Where are you? Why would you leave here? Where are you going? Well, I think the people You've that, broken my heart moving out. You know, yeah. all I think those sorts the, of stuff. I think like, the people that, you know, had the mindset to get out are out, like Chris Stapleton from me. You know, yeah, or just yeah, like yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, make music yeah, go to Nashville. Yeah. You notice once they move. And I don't mean it's any way to knock these Kentuckys. I'm really proud to be from here. But, like, I don't know. That's a great question. How you develop culture. And I guess it's just the people that stayed around and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. You to put your energy in the right spots. Yeah. You can't keep doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Adam, you're making your 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 work is in high. Adam, you're making millions. You're making millions. Of dollars. <laughs> I mean, millions, dude. Right? Zillions. Not Man. true. False. Fake news. Fake news. That's fake news. Huge. You. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> you are basically self-taught in this discipline. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Um, I mean, it all goes back to Elon Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> he really inspired me when I was 30. Best friend. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. I was like, you know, I did like production kind of news broadcast stuff in college with a minor in art. Uh, you know, my mom was an art teacher. My dad was an art major, but he was a history teacher. Yeah. You know, so I've kind of been around creativity my entire life. Yeah. Been encouraged for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first gig as an editor was in uh, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I used to edit reel to reel on a VHS with my librarian. Heck yeah, yeah, Miss Goodwill. Cool. So um, that was cool. And then, kind of like the digital age stuff, I had a buddy that said, "Hey, have you ever heard of After Effects?" And um, that was, man, ten years ago. Wow, twelve years ago. And uh, it's Brad Puckett. Yeah, and I jumped into that, and then that kind of that changed everything. So I, you know, I started doing like a marketing job. I hated that. I worked at a church. For about six years and then you know broke off and started doing my own thing and it's just it's probably like what these guys are learning it's like you learn from the people that are doing what you want to do um i feel like that yeah and you just like you throw that into the juicer and you start pulling out the how did you how do you con- how do you consume that content i mean like how practically you consume yeah whatever how take well first I mean, of all if you're listening to this you should go look me up on skillshare richard adam jones <laughs> secondly uh uh youtube i mean there's there's no we reason endorse shameless plugs oh that's why you're here i mean Absolutely. it's great that's well the, but on a real note like a side note from that the reason that we're being successful is because we're not afraid to shamelessly plug things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. anyway, you take every opportunity you can get, but, uh, YouTube and Instagram, I think for me are game changers. Yeah. If someone's like, you know, I can't, I just don't know how to do that. I'm right. like, no, you're lazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're lazy. Yeah. Cause you don't want to take the time to sit and watch a, watch somebody do it. Cause it's there. Yeah. Well think about the guys like what you were talking about with the trees. It's like, how did those guys learn? They had to go out and work their asses off. Right. For what, you know, and, years. Yeah, and hopefully they didn't die. Yeah. Right. Hopefully they didn't die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And we get to just like, the stakes if, aren't necessarily no, as high, no. but we do less. You can learn how to do anything in this day and age. You can learn how to do anything. You know, mm-hmm. I started picking up woodworking. And all you I did, did was watch and he's Instagram really good. and YouTube. Yeah. And you just learn. Like, when you have a problem, you you can Google it. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. okay, when did you have the epiphany that goes, all right, I live in Moorhead, Kentucky, but mm-hmm. I can make film and at a very high level, but I can also build really cool furniture. And you know sure. what? I could probably just carve out whatever living I want. Like, I how think, did you have that? I think those are two. <laughs> yeah, I think those are those are two two separate times. Okay. Um, carve out the living I want is just a recent discovery, and doing film at a high level was something that I kind of stumbled into. Okay. Um, by being like you have a like I have a natural talent to do what I do. Yeah. And I think you know. You, like these guys have well I would debate you on that okay. because I have a whole different thing on talent but what do you okay. mean by okay. your natural oh, oh, oh. Your, <laughs> but what do you mean Here by your go. natural well when I say natural like I'm naturally bent to be a storyteller okay yeah and so 100%. then I found I'm and then yeah. and then I found an avenue that that exploited that gotcha right and so that's what I mean by okay. natural talent got it yeah 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 I'm a, I, I just refuse when people say oh you're just good at that stuff yeah no 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 yeah, I, agree. I still have to work because for it. Yeah. that's a knock on you that you didn't work hard to get absolutely that. I totally and it means I don't have to yes because it excuses totally me because Adam's good at film stuff and I don't have to learn my genetics say yeah. I can't I can't lose weight right is that <laughs> like the old <laughs> thing but I had I had a buddy TK McKamey I did one job with him and I, I'll never forget this moment. We did a job for Ray Lynn uh, called Love Triangle. And that was, I got to uh, assistant direct, or I was like the B unit director for that. Um, and then 
I got to edit that one. That's my first edited music video. Mm -hmm. um, side note, I was supposed to be the male lead like actor in that. And like they needed a picture, so I snapped a photo and sent it to TK. And I was like in my... I don't know. I had my beard like full on. I was like middle of the night. I just snap a photo. He sends that to the record label. Had I known it was like they needed a headshot, I would have sent a better photo. Oh, but he sent that gosh. one, and they go, "TK, we can't use that guy. He looks like he just got out of jail." <laughs> <laughs> so that was the best thing that probably ever happened to me. Um, you know, because I'm I'm not passionate about being an actor. I just did it because it sounded fun. Right. But anyway, uh, but we get done with that job, and I was supposed to drive home, and then I didn't, so I stayed at this like murder hotel where I thought I was going to get killed. And <laughs> it was one of those where the door goes straight outside. Like you park and you walk in. Yeah. Those are always weird to me. Yeah. Um, but then he, like we're talking that night and he says, uh, Hey man, I, you could do this like full time. You could do this as a living. That's cool. He was like, you might not see it yet, but you can do it. You're yeah. good enough. And I was like, I think in that moment I didn't fully accept it, but to have that, that moment of encouragement. Right. And I think that's, that's something huge, man. It's like, who's around you? Who are the people around you? Yeah. Shout are they complacent? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to TK McCamey. Uh, yeah. It's part of my contract. But it's, do you want to? And Little Caesar's Pizza. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every and every uh, Blue, or uh, what is it? <laughs> Mystic, <laughs> Mystic Mountain Powerade. Speedway yeah. Coffee. Awesome. <laughs> Speedway yeah. Coffee. Ooh, it tastes so um, But that, just that one person <laughs> to encourage me yeah. and be like, Hey, you can do this. Yeah. You know, that, that changed my entire life. I mean, I quit my job a month later and here we are now. And, you know, I won music video of the year last, last week. Incredible. Which is awesome. Incredible. You know, it's awesome. I want to talk more in a minute about yeah. that process of when it got real gnarly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, that, I, I'm all about when it gets real weird. <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. part. Yeah. Right? The, well, the, because the, it, that's what people are trying to avoid. Is, oh, absolutely. Are those the, feelings. Yeah, the fire, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but then the carving out, like, your own make, like, making your own living and stuff, I think is what the guys who, like, the guys and women who established Moorhead, they just decided, like, yeah. I mean, think about the... The cojones to walk up to a valley and be like... If you want to say balls, you can say balls. No, it's like, I like cojones. It's not okay. cojones. Yeah, but uh, they, they walk up on the top of the hill. They see a valley and they're like, damn it, Steve. You know what we should do? Put a town there. <laughs> well, get the salt, Tom. Let's go. Yeah, you know? And then they did that. Just kept going. And they just kept going, yeah. Until they got to the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's the like new frontier. The new, the new frontier. Do whatever, whatever you need to do, bro. <laughs> Journey on, man. Indeed. Um, but like that thought of, and that's what we're trying to teach our kids is like, dude, you can do anything you want. Yeah, yeah. People will pay you for anything. Mm -hmm. If people can sell meth, yeah, you can sell anything. Correct. Well, I mean, meth is literally poison. Yeah, but it makes you come back. I get that. So, so like, that, you know that's I mean? a whole separate. What's your, <laughs> what's your meth? What's your secret sauce? That's, that's really our tagline <laughs> here. Is, what's, here. You know, what's your secret sauce? Acetaminophen. Uh, I don't so know. So <laughs> you decide you decide to start New Frontier. How long ago? Uh, it would be. It was two years this past November. So it's about two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've only been doing this for two and a half years? Yeah, yeah we haven't yeah, even started. Kind of that's what we try to tell that's what we try yeah. to tell people. It's like they're like, Oh, you guys are doing it? I'm like, no, we're not. No, yeah. we haven't even started oh. really. I thought you were like, that's what we try to tell people. We're massively successful. No, right? not no. at all. No, no, no. Dude, it gets no. twisted. All right. So um was is dad around, not around? Yes, no. He's alive. Okay, got it. Yeah. He's around. <laughs> he's, you can do as much as you wasn't, want or as little as you this want. This wasn't dad didn't start new frontiers like Joe yeah. Josh, well, what me. I'm getting at is, did somebody try to talk you guys out of this? Oh gosh, oh, yeah. everybody. <laughs> okay. I think the only person that talked sense to it was Adam Jones. Adam, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, he's seriously. good at that. Yeah. He's good at that. Yeah, we literally. There's so many negative voices that. Are okay, just, so what do they? What do they say? Let's. I like. Because I, this oh, is what I'm. Oh, this is the, get, get your pen. We're showing statistics of how this would not work. We've seen uh, every stat that like you couldn't start a, a brand in Eastern Kentucky. You couldn't start an outdoors brand in like the eastern half of the United States. Or just like geologically, this doesn't make sense. And who are these people that are telling oh, these? These are people, I'm not going to name their names. But, but I'm these saying are, people that you are, care for and they care for you. Kyle Wright, <laughs> Shea Jones. <laughs> these, are, these are people, most of them are people that had steady jobs. Yep. Uh, that WT life, man. I would say, yeah. what would you say, 30 yeah. to 45, older, yeah. you know? Yeah. What if, now, if they're saying, are they saying this because. They're concerned about your well-being. Are they saying this because it scares them more than it scares you? I would say because it scared them. Uh, like, if you look at people like us that are all standing or sitting here, yeah, 
you know, we're like, I'll go for it, send right. it. But it, it, I right. guess it could be a generation or something about them. They're like, oh, no, that's, that's so unsafe. That's out of my safe bubble. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. What, okay. But what are you going to do for insurance? Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thanks, like, Obama. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, I, got, I got in on that, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you saying? You were going to say something? No, I was agreeing with Adam. Like, just... Cr- Obscure, I mean, questions like, oh, why are you all doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, we still get those. And Josh could detect, he gets more of them because he runs the phone and the email. So he yeah. gets more of those. So, wait, people just, call you and say, why are you doing or this? Or just, what are you just guys doing? Side talk on the street. Hey, what do you do? Oh, how's that going to work? You know? Um, just <laughs> my not, assistant, I'll be right back. See <laughs> ya. Adam's a major filmmaker. Yes, take that. Yeah. The thing that I look at, and I look at, I look at the person who's telling me that advice, uh-huh. and I look at, you know, kind of what they do, and I'm like, well, if I'm trying to be here, why would I take advice from somebody like that? Exactly. Look where they are. Yeah. Look, where they are. look where they are. Look where they're at. Not bashing them, but do I want to be like that? No. So yeah. why would I take advice from them? What so, were, yeah. What were you guys afraid of? What scared uh, you? Well, when we first started, I, he was he just graduated high school, and I just graduated college, so we had nothing to lose. Okay. We had worked as janitors that summer, saved up our money to even make our first hat order. We wanted to do like low pro hiking hats first, so we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we traveled around and sold those in parking lots to college kids and our friends. And that's how it started. So what was your pitch? Like what are you saying? We started an Instagram and we just started sharing like it like people that were hiking or, you know, canoeing in our hats. It just like yeah, you know, just what we're wanted to be about and are about. On the smallest scale. On the started. very smallest on the scale. scale. Yeah. scale. You know, adventure and travel. It might so. have been five people a month. Is for why does everyone? Yeah, that mainly the people saying don't do that. That's that's you're going to fail or whatever. They're only comparing you to like the monster. They're comparing us to Patagonia and North Face, <laughs> right? And like but the like, mega gods of outdoors. Why? Why? Mega-gods. Why does no one ever look at like? When Phil Knight's selling shoes out of the back of his it, car, yeah. whatever that is, yeah. why is it not okay to, to start just, somewhere? To start somewhere, yeah. start where you are, and then yeah. just suck I, at it. For I think there's a bigger question than that is why isn't it okay to fail? Yeah, why is it not okay, why, okay to fail and try? Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's not to say we have, we've failed a lot. All of us here have, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, all of us yeah. have. So it's like. Well, you got to start somewhere, and I don't think a lot of people get that, and that's why I think a lot of brands and businesses or people that do things are like they get discouraged right when they start, and life or adversity smacks them, and they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go back yeah. to my safe zone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back and be safe and comfy." Well, I because I have friends like that, and that's kind of why I want this type of content to exist. Totally, is because they take shots, right? I love the the John Eldridge book, Wild at Heart, that like. There's a reason why you run around the backyard and you're Rambo and Indiana Jones yeah. and all those people. Because that, that's, that's your heart. You know what I mean? We're kind of hardwired that way as men. And then along the line, whether it's a, 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 you get fired or somebody you failed at something, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, your first love was baseball or football and you failed at it or an injury or yeah. a divorce or whatever. And so you just shell up and shut down so you don't yeah. hurt anymore. Yeah. That's the biggest tragedy. Mm. Right? You let that, that make you hard. That's the failure. If it, talking about taking shots in life, Adam Jones is Steph Curry and Josh is Clay Thompson. Yeah, you got to take shots. Yeah. I yeah. totally agree with that. Like you miss everything that you don't take, and yes. like if a guy calls Adam, say, "Hey, you want to you want to edit this for me?" Like yeah. Adam took those shots and ha- is taking those shots. Dude, I think He's one of the greatest it. things you can do is to to promise a, a product that you've never done before. <laughs> you, yeah, you said absolutely. It. If you want to, if you want to test. Who you are as a person. Make a commitment. And then this, this goes back to the... Do what now? It's like, like someone makes a big wholesale of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. gotcha. We got yeah, you. Yeah, we yeah. got 10,000 units on hand. No uh, problem. But it's like... Yeah. If, and I think it, it shows... Like I had a I had somebody recently um, reached out and they were like, Hey, uh, we want to... I was trying to pitch them. I've got some gnarly slabs at the house that are sick, like oak slabs and walnut okay, slabs. Okay, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's wood talk. <coughs> That's wood talk. <laughs> That's Nobody what's me the biz. Hit me on the gram. Call a gnarly slab. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, if you – if I was trying to get them to, like, see these slabs, and I was like, man, I can clean this up. We can make it a dining room table. It'd be sick. And I almost had them, like, they are ready to buy it. And it was, like, three or $4,000 is what I was going to charge. 
yeah. which is um, right on brand. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. <laughs> but that was like a good sell, right? But <laughs> right, then, that guy's listening to yeah. this. He took me for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but then they, we kept talking about it, and they didn't. It wasn't what they needed. Long story short. Anyway, uh, they were like, "Hey, what we would really like is something like this." And they showed me this thing online, and it's this table that goes from. 24 inches to 10 foot and it has these extensions and these leaves and it was like this crazy crazy thing and i just went absolutely we could do that <laughs> we could probably even make a bench you're to go like with it. cringing <laughs> on your the name inside and as you say it well so i didn't cringe on the inside i used to cringe okay now right, i get, how, why now I get you... energized okay why it, because i found something that i'm not good at i get to try you know now how saying? do you go from because the the majority of the human race is avoid things yeah. that I'm not good at, sure. right? Because there's a guy called Anders Ericsson. He's like the world's expert researcher on the world's experts. Right? <laughs> okay. It's just super it's weird. So meta. Yeah, exactly. It's a very strange deal, yeah. right? But his thing is like people don't improve at a thing. Like you learn how to play Wonderwall, yeah, right, on the guitar mm-hmm. and every family gathering you play Wonderwall. You sure. don't lock yourself in your room and learn slide and put yeah, a absolutely. bottle on your finger and all cuz you you'll suck at that for a long time. Yeah. Right? And and we don't like to, that so we don't like example, the feelings yeah. of that kind of <laughs> stuff. Right? I took slide guitar lessons cuz I wanted to learn how to play slide. Right. Well, yeah. so you're just a freak. Like you just well, love I just enjoy to that. Yeah. hurt. <laughs> I mean, I guess. No, I'm just, <laughs> but, I mean, but there but, is, you know, there's, and like, not to get too personal or real, since I love that Jared already said that I do that, um, but like <laughs> weight loss, that's something where I avoid the pain. Okay. And I, I'm sure there's, there's like emotional things tied to that, you know, yeah. and it's like whatever, but it's, that's something where I lose that moment of, I'm excited to do this. This is going to hurt. Yeah. You know? Um, and whatever that reason is, like I said, I don't know yeah. exactly what yeah. it is, but I think because it's it's an actual thing that's going to take sacrifice on my part. See, I think that there's like there's like like a play has acts one, two, sure. and three. Like I I do like I get real excited, mm. right? Like this yeah. idea, and I and I'm pitching it to everybody, and they're just like, eh. and I get pissed at them why they're not excited <laughs> about it too, right? Yeah. And then it comes time to do a thing. Yeah. Right. Like what the comedian John Mulaney, he's like, it's thank you all so much for being here and coming to a thing. It's way easier to not come to a thing. thing yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so like, oh, yeah, man, we'll we'll meet up. We'll go do this podcast. Well, then I have to get in the car yeah. and drive down here. Yeah. And tell my wife Absolutely. what I'm doing. She's like, what are you doing? And yeah. it's like, how much are you? And so there's this. this? We, yeah. yeah. And so there's this transition point where it's like I did this thing and mm-hmm. I stepped out there and yeah. now it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And then, but then when it's over, it's like yeah. those are the stories I tell. Yeah, you, that's when you—that's when testicular fortitude comes in. <laughs> right. You know, like how how big are your balls? And are you gonna be able to chop down all the trees in the valley? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's what it comes back to, and it's like that's what I loved about that table, and like that stuff used to terrify me, and like that table is such a small—that's a small thing because right. it's like one guy, whatever. But right. then there was like, um, you know, there was a video for a little big town called Rocket Man. Okay. And it was like this commitment to be like, <laughs> me and TK work together a lot. And so I always, there's sometimes when I don't get the vision all the way, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, dude, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. there, and it's like, he has these grandiose visions and we go out and we go do it, you know? And it's like Little Big Town was one of those um, where it was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I got you. No problem. Yeah. You know, we had this really, these hard times of like me trying to figure out how to edit that or whatever. And then there was another one recently yeah. for Mitchell Tenpenny. And this one was like, I way overcommitted, like way overcommitted. Cool video. And I, yeah, it came out great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, bullet sweat, like crazy. So we go and we shoot it and all this stuff, and I get back and I spent, I think three days, man, looking at my computer. I would sit down for ten hours a day and just look at my computer and go, Oh my god, yeah, how am I going to do this? Yeah, because there's this. This is one of those moments where there there is an example. It doesn't exist on Google. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I look back on it now, it's like what you're talking about. I pushed through it, and I made all these things. Yeah, you're yeah. like, see, man, oh, maybe they were right. I mean, I, yeah. I love the mindset. I love that people think things are too hard nowadays. It makes so much margin for me to step in and look like a hero. It's true. It's I mean, so like, true. if you just, if you can just work hard, you look like 
freaking LeBron. Yeah. Unless you're not a LeBron <laughs> fan, then no, you're Michael Jordan. It's one. But, no, you're 100% right. I mean, I think that's a discussion worth having, too. Michael Jordan is LeBron. But oh, go that's another. That's later another day. Yeah, that's another <laughs> podcast. No, but it, it does. It's it creates, it creates such, a, such a rare thing for, like, you. Mm-hmm. You might as well be Jesus. <laughs> what are you talking about, John? It's just a for No. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, hang on, let's, say, let's hear this out. Okay, hear me. Adam, you don't know how people tell me this. For what you're doing, for somebody to be doing that, even in Appalachia, Eastern Kentucky, is mm-hmm. so unheard of. Sure. And yeah. it's so cool you're doing it because yeah. you're figuring out how to do it. And I cannot, I couldn't even name three off. I only know one, it's you from around here. Yeah. Um, and even like a brand, I'm not talking about boutiques or clothing stores. I'm talking about an actual brand. Mm-hmm. That's why there's... I love the differ- differentiator right there. Yeah. What is the difference for the layman? A boutique. Well, you go ahead. A yeah. boutique or a, a, just a clothing store, they can sell other brands. All oh, right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're, they're not the brand. They're, they're the ones who have the merch in there to make it available to people. But mm-hmm. They've accomplished their goal. They yeah. opened a storefront. That was they their goal. A that's their goal. And, yeah. and goods and services are exchanging hands. Yes, right. that's, all they, that's all they're worried about. And that, there's nothing wrong with boutiques. I love boutiques. Yeah, yeah. Right. They but. carry our gear. So Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. But a brand, you're, you're creating There's a whole everything. other world uh, to have an actual brand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, there's, and it's your job to communicate with what we see in this brand to share with the people and connect with them and hopefully inspire them through the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do that every day, you know, trying to communicate that to people and get it out there. And sometimes it's hard from the area that we're from, but we're finding out new ways to communicate that to them. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Well, where do you guys think, is this a new thing? Is this a human condition to where I, I'm, I think obviously the path of least resistance is a survival mechanism. Right. If you're an animal, right, it's about calories in, calories out, Mm -hmm. warmth, shelter, water. Right. So obviously we prefer something to be easier than something to be more difficult. But I but I think the the, for the first time in history is we have to seek out stuff to be hard mm-hmm. because things are so easy now they'll kill Freaking us. Freaking Uber, man. It's the Uber effect. <laughs> yeah, but think, Uber. Uber Eats or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, Amazon it's just, shipping. You Amazon know, shipping. I, I feel like we used to keep ourselves alive just because we didn't have enough technology to where you had to work hard enough to stay alive yeah. right? if you didn't yeah. have the option. Yeah. But I don't think that we're just some sick, twisted generation. No. I think we're just the first generation that had the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's where it get, that's why it's so dangerous. It's because we have to combat our own very human nature, right? So that we can live. Sure. Because if you if you if you just continue on with and, and you and you are half asleep mm-hmm. and, and just live in this complacency, you're like, why would I do that when you know that I can just download that or I can just. I can go buy that at the store, mm-hmm. right? But I think there, there, there's a book, and we were talking about it earlier before we started taping, was, uh, it's called Dreamland. Mm-hmm. And it is the, it's the storyline of the opioid addiction mm-hmm. and epidemic in the region. And the guy, the author, makes the claim that it has a lot to do with our obsession with making things easier. Mm. So if you're chasing down this thing of yeah. never feeling struggle, yeah. the the infinity of that mm-hmm. is morphine, right? That's the only place you can gotcha. end up yeah. if yeah, you keep you. chasing that down. Yeah. And that's why people have literally deformed themselves mm-hmm. with obesity. It's why yeah. they can't move. They're physically ill. And then... And I wonder, are, and I'm on a major tangent here, and I want everybody to weigh in, but, like, the mental health stuff. Like, people are, they're bored, mm-hmm. they're, they're fatigued for no reason, they're sick, and they're depressed, and all these sorts of things. Yeah. And, and I just wonder, did other generations that had to just toil heavily to mm-hmm. just 
continue on? Mm-hmm. Did they have time to be sick like that? Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not the authority on that, but I just wonder yep. those types of things. Man, because I, I think I think what we're discussing, it's, it's bigger than making than making really cool films. It's bigger than making brands that people mm-hmm. want to wear. Mm-hmm. What, what you're, you're, you're combating an issue that will slowly kill you if you just yeah. go ahead and if just... you give into it. Yeah. 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 I think it's yeah. that, uh, and we've talked about this in depth before, um, is that W2 beast, for me, is what that is. That okay. complacency. It's always in the back of my mind of like, like when things get really, really hard, and I'm not talking about just in filming, I'm talking about like my house. Yeah. So like, you know, I don't have income for a month because that's part of being a, a 1099. You know, it's like you, you don't always have guaranteed income, mm-hmm. you know? And so when those moments come and like financial hardships or, you know, we're wanting to move to Nashville and it's hard for us to find a loan right now because I'm an independent contractor at best, you know, it's yeah. you know, I'm self-employed. All right. And so it's like in those moments when I face that hard, that hardness or the hardship, or I look at the tree in front of me, yeah. you know, it's like, I've got the ax and I've got my chainsaw. You know, and I get to choose which one I'm going to go with. Yeah. I'm going to feel a lot better when that tree falls if I do it with the axe. Correct. Right? If That's I just right. keep hacking at it and I keep going, or I take the easy way out yeah. and go get my W-2 yeah. and be like, hey, you know what? You just start up. You know, and drop it. Yeah. And it's like, it just doesn't. I think I would rather chop down one axe with my bare hands than chop down a forest with a chainsaw. Right. And that's just how I'm wired. Yeah. That's how I want to be. I feel that. Well, how did you get wired like that? I don't know. It just, it started to, the more risk, it started with a small risk and then it went to a bigger risk. And then I quit my job at the church. Right. <laughs> you know, I just walked in with no plan B. I just walked in. I was like, hey, I'm, I, I said to, to my boss, I listed all the things I did and I said, these are all the things I do. These are all the things I'm not, it's not satisfying for me anymore. Okay. It didn't have anything to do with money. It was just like, I'm just not satisfied. How did you come to a conscious awareness that this isn't satisfying? So you became like, I don't like this. This doesn't make me happy. How did you come to terms with that? Um, I don't know, man. It was just like, it was such a slow burn for me. Yeah. You know, it was like one thing led to another. And then there's the, there is a spiritual aspect of things, you know, mm-hmm. like I believe in God and Jesus and, yeah. you know, that whole deal. And it's like, that does play into my life. My spiritual yeah. life plays into my real life. You know, yeah. like all those things are intertwined. Um, and I feel like we've all been given, whether you believe in the universal power or God or mm-hmm. Buddha or whatever, yeah. Whoever created you, I believe it was God, yeah. gave you an innate ability to do something, mm-hmm. and that's your life's desire and passion. Now, whether you've extinguished that flame or not, that's up to you. Well, that's yeah. the thing that you've made this. You, you come to this. You come to this awareness. Yeah, I'm not. This does not fulfill me. Exactly. Right? And so it's these small sparks that keep to. They but start what to I'm saying is, you could have made the death sentence decision to where like, and I guess that's just life. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But what kept you? I think. Well, I think when I started to get, I don't, man, it's hard to, it's hard to just put like a, no, and, 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 I, I think it was a bunch of slow sparks yeah. and I started to feel my fire come back. And then when I did that music video yeah. and I heard somebody say, you could do this yeah, and I went, I didn't even think I could do anything else with my life. Yeah. Like I didn't realize that this was an option for me. You just needed a little feedback. I just needed a, somebody I needed somebody else. just to walk up with a lighter and be like, "Hey," and put it to my bush. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, if you know, somebody burns our bush, that'll get you moving. <laughs> well, it, so. and it's like, I think once you've been been told truth or you've seen truth or felt truth, it's hard to feel anything else in life, and it's hard to just deny it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like my wife comes in and says, "Hey, I've been cheating on you." My reaction won't. Well, why'd you make that look, Jared? Oh, oh, hypo- oh Jared's face is blue red. All hypotheticals. I knew Jared and Shay were close, but come on, come on, Jared. All hypotheticals here. <laughs> but like, if Shay walks in and she says, "Hey, I've been cheating on you," my reaction to that is not going to be, "Oh, okay," and like walk away. Right. At that point, I have to make a. I have to make a decision. Right. Do I stay with my wife or do I leave right. my wife? Right. Kill because truth right. has been brought into. Or do I kill him? <laughs> do I go to jail? Yeah. Um, but like. 
truth has been exposed to me, and I have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think when you when you get when you finally get to see when you get woke up from dreamland, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you get to see that yeah. you have to make a decision. You have to. Yeah. So, vice versa with you guys, you hadn't got to this point of like, this doesn't make me happy, right? Now, don't, you're just you're you're working as janitors. That doesn't make you happy, but it you're just starting out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Why this raw optimism versus why start the brand? Like why do that? Yeah, why do that versus you know, what the, the 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 serving sample size is? Just I, do this. I yeah. think that for both of us, you know, I, it's just a dream. You know what I mean? Like we literally just like it's something we had dreamed about and talked about for a while. You know, and we had just got the kahunas to you know do it and said, hey, we're gonna do our first hat order and we'll see how it goes. Right. And we'd do anything it took to sell those ads or to yeah. to tell people what we we're about. And, you know, we still are, yeah. but still, and you know, just on any type of level, when that first started, Josh, do you think that's mm. valid? Yeah. I know it's a dark point whenever you're... It's uh, scary. You look over and you're looking at, I'm looking at you and your agenda. We've been cleaning lights. And just a couple months ago, I was in high school in the classroom. I got excited to graduate. I'm like, I'm not a janitor. Right. You know, you know I mean? like uh, there's dude. more to life than this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we got to start small and start somewhere and start trying to get out of this. Yeah. You got to take that first step. And we've all done it at some point. Not that we've made it, but we're still taking those steps. Yeah. But it's we a look, series of steps. You look back at, for Adam and for us, for you, like looking back at where you were, man, it's some scary times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like scary times. Yeah. Man, it's but and not like we're somewhere now, but yeah. it's better than it was. Absolutely. Life-wise and yeah. on every, just about every level. Well, and I think it goes back to, like, the people who are, people around you, man. Totally. You yes. know, like, when I told these guys that I quit my job, they, they came in my office and shut the door, and I don't know that I've ever been celebrated more. <laughs> right. You know, or is this, yeah. like, yeah. or as far as people celebrating what we do or giving us confidence, where we live, mm-hmm. we have friends and people support us, but if guys in your ear are like, man, you can do this. Adam was really the only one, and not, I'm saying still is, but he's there, like, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't mean that to well, like but blow smoke to him. But well, like, but it was it was a two way street though because they were at the same time they were always encouraging me, and I think yeah. that's yeah, like we linked up at the perfect time in life. You know, yeah, because I've known these guys since they were like kiddos. Like Adam Josh, sub, we were I knew Josh when he was super fat, Josh. super <laughs> big, and I still am. <laughs> Adam Adam was like my my seventh grade teacher or something. Yeah, where you guys yeah. sub. Yeah. He was an art teacher. Yeah, I was subbing at nineteen. <laughs> So it's like I'm old enough to like be trusted, but like not old enough to really sub. <laughs> old enough to be trusted, young enough to be cool. Yeah. You're the coolest yeah. sub I had. Yeah. yeah, you played Foursquare with me. Exactly. But it, you know, it, it was one of those things where we linked up at a good time, and then you're able to encourage one another. Mm-hmm. And I think we've both seen success from that as well. Yeah, and yeah. we both go through seasons. I remember those times I called Adam, and but man, sometimes are tough. Or you yeah. know, and or, hey man, I'm pissed somebody did this. Or you get his encouragement yeah. back and forth, and then, like the high times are high. But like, play with Adam. The highs never get too high. Low get, lows never get too low. It's mm-hmm. like right. he brings a level of realness, you know, mm-hmm. when you're talking to him, or yeah. just yeah. you know, yeah. yeah well, I think guys. I think that only chasing good stuff mm-hmm. and not being really okay with the bad stuff, right, is yeah. Yeah. Is, is insanity. Right, it's well, it's 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 being addicted to heroin is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? because you only want things More that feel less. euphorically good. Yeah, and I don't want anything that feels bad. I feel like, not, and I mean this the right way. Like, obviously, if adversity is in front of you, you got to face it, or if like mm-hmm. you got to run and you're out of shape, you got to do it. But yeah. like, I feel like we all run from the scary, or not the scary stuff, but like if it's a bad vibe or somebody's oh, yeah. negative, we run from it. Right? Oh, you do. Oh, I'm saying, I'm Not saying, I'm, okay. I'm saying, like, if there's a guy like saying, "What you guys do, stupid." I don't know why you do this. I'm like, I don't even accept just, that. Right. No, no, block it out. No, they don't. I'm talking it. about people you surround yourself with. Yeah, environment. Yeah. Environment. I, environment. I think everything that is worth doing should have this like super twisted, <laughs> like marble effect of like. Yeah. Fear and loathing and excitement and joy and pain yeah. and grief mm-hmm. all mixed up in the same one because otherwise 
right? It's like we, we were talking about this morning. We, we went turkey hunting this morning, and it was cold, and it was rainy, and it was windy, right? And then you get done, you take a hot shower, and mm-hmm. thank God for a hot shower. But yeah. the only reason... I've, hunt- never been, I've never been hunting, so you need to take me out on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, so the, only, the only reason that the hot shower was enjoyable was because of... Oh, because you're filthy. Because yeah, you're the, miserable. the rain went, and the cold was so miserable. So yeah. it's like if, you're, if you try to construct your life... To only feel good things, yeah, you it want. doesn't feel good anymore. No, yeah. it's like if a season—if we have a low season, or like you come off a weird spring or weird summer, and then you come into a Christmas, it feels so good. Yeah, you know, it feels yes. good sales-wise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, or like I know we felt that way once we we hit a really there was a busy season of Christmas or something. We're like, man, ah, oh, it feels good. Or it's yeah. like like in in the shop here, like in Moorhead. Yeah, you might not have five one. people yeah. come in a week. Yeah. Seriously, like maybe maybe nobody some days, but when you go to another place like an event and mm-hmm. people are flooding you and appreciating what right. we're doing, you're like you right back. It makes a lot more sense. It, it makes like, more sense. To what he just <laughs> said. It's like wait, well, why is nobody? But we're from not on fire like you are. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And it's just it's fulfilling to be like, ha, oh, somebody gets it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gets it. But yeah, that's quotations. It. <laughs> gets, yeah, gets it. Because yeah. they're not. Well, that's what I, I think is, you know. You guys are you're on the forefront of a mindset to push back against things mm-hmm. that are making us all miserable. Yeah. Right? Like if it, you know what I mean? It's like if things some of the worst behavior my six year old has ever shown planet Earth were like Christmas Day and his birthday. It's when sure. things are just too good for too long, right? Yeah. Like he needs some ebb and flow. He needs some like just chill out. He yeah. needs some go run out in the yard. He needs some yeah. go to sleep. He needs some wake up early. And I think just trying to avoid all of that is a recipe for disaster, human yeah. disaster. Yeah. Well, I think too, you know, chasing good things is that's okay, but chasing great things, you know, yeah, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's just so much easier to just be okay. For sure. So it'd be so much easier just to sit here and be okay with where the brand's at, not want to push any further, not want to mm-hmm. be in Oregon, Colorado, or be out west, or talk to those people. You know, it'd be so much easier just to hang out here. But no, like mm-hmm. right now in our camp, we're planning our we're finishing our spring and summer lines, working on new products with manufacturers that big brands use. And it'd be so much easier not to do that. People are like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, because we want to, that's where we want to be, and we're going to try yeah. hell or high water. Absolutely, yeah. So that's just the attitude you got to bring it every day. Well, it had been so much easier to just not do this at all. Uh, not at all. <laughs> right? yeah, we're, that's we're all, easier, but it's Josh, miserable. Josh said it one time. It's like a pirate ship, and our hands are stapled to the wheel. <laughs> and we're, that, if that baby goes down, we're going down with it. Yeah, I like to think of that, like yeah. Jack Sparrow and that's one of the other pirates. pirates Caribbean. One of the other right. cool pirates. Yeah, <laughs> one of the other cool pirates. Whatever. And, um. Like Jake. Jake. <laughs> Jake the Pirate. Jake the Pirate. Who's yeah. Jake? Come on. That's a Jake, it's a, it's Jake a, and the Neverland Pirates? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what's that. Uh, I know the theme song. That's a dad joke. That's a deep dad joke. That's a joke right there. That's a deep dad Level six dad joke. Level six. Business continues. Hello. Prank call. Prank call. Cool. Prank call. Prank call shop day. Yeah. Prank call shop day. Um, cool. So what else you guys got going on? What's the plans this summer? Oh, that's where we're at now. Um, planning events, uh, going to outdoor retailer in Colorado. We're looking for manufacturers in America and in other other countries to make to, to make the products we want to make, like mm-hmm. jackets, pants, and things you can't. Be you our know. first time going to something like that. Yeah, so it be our first time going to one of those. So it's it's scary, like going to even signing up for that and going and paying five hundred bucks for a pass, right? You know, like that's a big. You're there with the big boys. You're like, there with the big boys. We're gonna be. I mean, yeah. so but we. I mean, that's that's who we are, and that's what we're about. So yeah. we're gonna send it. That's awesome. Yeah. We'll so, probably make a few trip trip plans that we'll cancel inevitably. Yeah. It's kind of our uh, our MO. Yeah. We're like, dude, let's go to Colorado. And yeah. I'm like, I'm in. I'm totally in. Adam, I'm two weeks. Adam, I'm like, I gotta shoot a video. No, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> Thomas Fred will call Adam. Adam will yeah, be on he Mars. Calls me directly. Oh, hey Thomas. Hey Tommy. Hey Tommy. But for the summer coming up, you know, we we plan a lot of photo shoots and you know trips with the brand, mm-hmm. you know, to to be we're, we're about that life, so we gotta go out there and do it. So yeah. for the you know for the wares that we make for spring and summer and a lot of new products on the way, you know, you gotta put 
you know, the lifestyle behind it, which we're, we're about. So mm-hmm. yeah. we'll make, yeah. get the material and come back to base camp. That's awesome. Man. That's that's what's coming up. And things that people don't know, like redoing your website, little things like where more people visit a day than do our shop. we got to make that look nice. So that's that's another thing. The website. The web. That was uh, quote unquote web. That was a that was a turning point for you guys too. The website was it. We were so afraid to launch it at first. Uh, you were there. We held it back for a while. We did, dude. Why? Afraid to do it. It was afraid to well, do well, it. Okay, there was also well, there were some of? employee issues as well. Employ- the guy making it was employee issues and like just the wrong guy had the admin account. Like he could sign in and do crazy stuff. No, no, no. Like, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily <laughs> that. It was more so like the the wrong guy was in the. Or like the place that needed the right guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. We just once we got all that cleaned up, we had it ready. It was just like he kept we were waiting, ner- man. I said, "Jerry, what are you waiting for, bro?" Adam said, "What are you waiting for?" And he's like, "Why don't you do it?" And we just shot like an arrow one day. And then yeah, yeah. And, and then they from, blew up on Christmas in November. Yeah, shot the arrow, and then it's yeah. the rest of history. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What like who grabbed what, and then it, that person grabbed it, and then I had that. Kind of how, well, how did it was, the word get out? It was more of this is exactly like it. It was just sitting there. They had a website. We we're paying for it. We had products. We were just selling a very few out of the office that we had at the time. The little office, the garage, man. The garage people would drive up garage to. Days. Oh man. Um, when we just needed to upload some product photos and just launch the website, then we didn't know how to ship yet. We did not know how to ship. Oh, we didn't have the first. That's one of the things. We just. You know, we were being cautious, but then again, when it's Adam's like, got to do it. We did it. We got our first orders, and he's like, how do we ship these? Yep. <laughs> so, hey, we just got And they order. figured out there's a thing called USPS. Right. <laughs> and you know, then from there yeah. on, we figured it out once Absolutely. those roadblocks came. I then, never even made a shipping box before. But you don't. You didn't figure out until you had to. Until we, we had, had to. That's yeah. why you got to put yourself in those situations. Yeah, and I like what you guys said about not having a plan B, yeah. you know, or just having plan A and just being strapped to the guns because if you have a plan b you'll That's fall back a. to it yeah you'll, you you'll will 100 go back to yeah. whatever you could plan b's fall plan back a. on but if yeah you, if you corner yourself you'll make it work i think we use plan a plan b in the wrong context it's like if i go bear hunting right i should have a pistol to back up my rifle right you but know you're still I mean? just bear hunting but i'm exactly. bear hunting I'm there's a lot of danger there, there. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah whereas it's like okay i'm gonna either go bear hunting or i'm gonna go look at the geese on the pond <laughs> you know what i mean like that's well, that's kind of the context we use it now it was uh, crazy yeah i don't know it's just too hard so, it's just, so we just watched, i got i got a deer hunter seven and so we just watched it's vr deer. though so it's crazy it's pretty sweet <laughs> virtual reality yeah <laughs> virtual reality yeah uh, that's hilarious Cool. So, I, I don't have anything coming up. Thanks for asking, Luke. Adam. <laughs> what's on your plate next? I know you got something loaded up. Nothing, man. Going to Mars to Nothing. film. I uh, got a bunch of floating projects. Um, there's a documentary series. It'll be a nine-part doc series that might hit. And that's down in Houston, and then there's a few other places. Um, who's the senator with the eye patch? Lil Boosie. No, no, the guy. The future. I, no, the guy Senator that's uh, patch. he's Kentucky. No, I don't, is he from Kentucky? I'm not sure. Hmm. Anyway, there's a senator with an eye patch. Yeah, he's a war vet. He he lost his eye to an eye. Well, that's cool. I know you're talking about. Okay, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, now, and I don't know. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we might be Sorry, interviewing him. Uh, and yeah. then there's a couple couple other floating projects. But right now, I'm in a season of like uh, waiting. I feel like yeah. for you know getting ready to move. Just yeah, that's house cool for sale. So hit me up if you're looking for a yeah. house in the Greater Moorhead area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lakes. <laughs> yeah. The lakes. I feel like for you right now and for us as a brand, like the transition from winter to, you know, summer, spring, I, to me, it's kind of a weird thing. You well, know? Especially in the Ohio Because right Valley. now, because right now it's like 35 <laughs> degrees outside yeah. and people think, want it to be summer. You mm-hmm. still got, you know. But it was 80 yesterday. This yeah. time we're still in the sales. So it's a transition period. You got to load your guns for some, for warm I'm, weather. I feel like it, it goes back to fall and winter. Like, if I busted my ass and I worked so hard during the fall and winter, then I don't usually freak out in March and April yeah. if I don't yeah. have jobs. I'm not like, oh, man, what yeah. am I going to do? Yeah. Because it's usually <laughs> like if I'm doing that, that means I didn't do anything in the fall and winter yeah. or I squandered my money. But I don't know, man. See what's what up. What is the... Get moved. <laughs> Get moved. Anybody have any really great failures? Like just nice. just spectacular <laughs> Failures, like 
you're you know like, like all right, I'm gonna shoot my shot, which is like a, you know basically a theme of what we talked today. And then what everyone said was gonna happen or could happen, it happened, right? Or anything like that. Like the bad, like oh shoot, right. this happened. Like all the bad happened. Well, you, um, you guys remember when I moved to Tennessee down to Franklin? Yeah, I think that was that started out as a big failure. Started out. Yeah. How so? Uh, well, it came from failure into that. So I didn't have work from Thanksgiving till Valentine's Day. Yeah. So we just didn't have a lot. And I just quit my job the August before. Yeah. Didn't have a lot of uh, income or, you know, <laughs> money. Yeah. And uh, I'd done a few few jobs here and there. And then Shay and I both felt like if I'm going to get any type of traction into this industry, I have to be around it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I talked to these guys about it heavy mm-hmm. and basically just... I was like, all right, I'm going to move. And as soon as we made that decision of, like, me solo moving, I have two kids, you know, and a wife. And so I moved by myself. Oh, yeah. Um, and I haven't lived by myself. I, I mean, with roommates, obviously, but since I was, like, 19, right. you know, yeah. Yeah. 20 years old. And so um, I just decided to do that. And, man, as soon as I took that risk, I think Mikey Blagg found me a, a roommate in 30 minutes. You know, and it was like everything – it was like – <laughs> the universe was just waiting for me yeah. to finally go, okay, I don't have a plan, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then once I did it and I jumped in there and then I got there, man, I got yeah. more sick than I ever been the first week more. I mean, ever, I'd never been that sick in my life, like hallucinating. I went to meet with big loud record, which is like uh, Florida, Georgia lines label. Yeah. And I like walk in they're like, yeah, we'd like to show you our creative space, you know? And it wasn't wow. like a job offer, but it was like one of those, like, we would like to kind of fill you out. And so like, right, yeah. I like walk in and I'm like delirious. I'm like, this is cool, bro. <laughs> you know, like I barely remember it. Um, and then by the end of May, uh, we had ran out of money. I had told Shay that, uh, yeah, you go ahead you buy groceries or whatever. And I didn't have grocery money. Um, oh, yeah. and I would like steal food from my roommate. I mean, still, it sounds really good for the story, but, you know, he didn't care. You know? um, <laughs> the streets, you man. You yeah, no, I did steal his Nutella. He doesn't know that. Sorry, Nathan. Oh. Um, but then in June, uh, we had no bit of money left, and, like, we had to borrow money from her parents, Yeah, which they're beautiful people. They He just handed me, her dad handed me the credit card and was like, yeah. whatever you need to do. Yeah. I was like, well, how, I mean, he was like, just spend whatever you need. It's a $20,000 limit or whatever old people get, you know. <laughs> That's true. If you're yeah. over a certain age, you just get 20 grand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so then we, you know, we did what we had to do for June, and then we start we started to see the ball starting to roll. You know, I think I only saw these guys once or twice that summer. Yeah. And it was like every time I'd see them, it felt like things were way different, way yeah. different, way different. It was. And then by the time I came back, it like the ball had rolled. You yeah. Know, and it was going downhill. But that's an, there's another decision point again when rock bottom and now you're talking to your father-in-law and you yeah, got to swallow your pride yeah it, but you could have very much go like look i you could have made a deal with oh that w2 that w2 beast was like oh, for, yeah. yeah i mean because like, you hey, can make hey, a hey, deal you could probably mend things at the church and go back yeah yeah, yeah. For, you always you it's amazing when you're like i can't wait to get out of here and then you step out there <laughs> and then it gets like insanely uncomfortable and yeah, then you start very to crave real. for very that real. comfort again. yeah mm-hmm yeah, there was a lot of nights, man, just like, if we're getting real, just like sitting in my apartment. I joined uh, Iron Tribe Fitness because yeah. I was so lonely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just out, I'm out walking and uh, in downtown Franklin, and I walk past this gym. And I was like, well, these people have to talk to me. Like, they're going to think they get money from me. They're going to have to talk to me. Amazing. And so I go in and I can you get your money worth. Yeah. So I go in and, you know, I sign up for a membership or whatever. And like, those guys are some of my closest friends now. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't think I would be who I am or have the peace and calmness or confidence that I have right now if I wouldn't have been crying in my apartment, right. working you know, 18-hour yeah. days by myself. And mm-hmm. my room was like 10 by 10. I had a twin-size bed. You know, I'm 6'5", 300 pounds <laughs> on a twin. Yeah. And then Good time. Uh, three or four feet from that was my desk that I worked at every day. And so it was like I would wake up, take a piss, go work. Take a piss, go back to sleep. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was like that that routine. But I think without that fire, I don't think it would be where I'm at right now. You know, like nobody just walked up and handed me what I have. There's this thing we used to do in the weight room with kids. I read about it. there's this it's this Japanese tradition called masagi. Okay, and it's a yearly thing that they used to do hundreds of years ago, where you basically go out and you create a reference point of 
that sucks. This doesn't suck. That sucks. Right? So, like, you just, it's like 50 50 if it's even possible. Yeah. Right? Like, it's yeah. just horrendously painful. Yeah. And so, but once you create that reference point yeah. and everything else, the hill, cool. man. It's cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta have you have to have a reference point. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you when you when you get really, really uncomfortable, you just continue to make one reference point after the next to where you just reinforce your own belief system. Yeah. I think it's hard to test your limits nowadays. It is hard. It's hard. You have to be creative about it. You have it. to be creative to test guys, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having us. Thank um, you, man. Absolutely. You know. Honored to be a part of it. Guys, check out their brand. Check out their website. What's the website? Madeforthejourney.com. <laughs> Madeforthejourney.com. Made Instagram is New Frontier Brand. Check us out. And also, if you are Thomas Fred or somebody famous <laughs> in Nashville, call Adam Jones. Yeah, you already have the number. Right? You've already got <laughs> it already, saved. I don't uh, know. Instagram, it's at Richard A. Jones. That's a whole new thing. I keep all three names just to mess with people. All right. So, they have great. to tell you his number. It's that exclusive. Yeah, it's 606. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Journey on. Cool. Boom. All right, you made a marker point. Now you got to hit the stop button. Oh. 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 Oh.